Hi, I'm Annie Makala, founding director of the Scott Center for Social Entrepreneurship. Join us for the Scott Center podcast series as we discuss the ways that we have brought social entrepreneurship education to four to 14 year olds here at Hillbrook School. We believe that social entrepreneurship will be a core part of every child's learning experience. Join us on our journey so that you can have insights into ways you might bring this type of learning to your school. Welcome to the Scott Center for Social Entrepreneurship podcast. I am so excited for another student teacher episode. We, um, you were joined last week by Miss Gingery and some students in the sixth grade. And we are joined this week by more sixth grade students and one of our favorite collaborators and an incredible science teacher here at Hillbrook School, Ms. Shu. Welcome, Ms. Shu. So I have invited Ms. Shu and some of her awesome students to join us on the podcast because they've been up to some amazing things in science over the past couple of months, looking at the intersection of climate justice, social impact, and the ways in which we all can play a role in reducing our impact on the planet. So I'm gonna turn it over to Ms. Shu to share a little bit about what's been happening in science. Great, thank you. Well, we're here today with some volunteers from the sixth grade science class that won the Team Seas Challenge. Team Seas is a partnership between YouTubers Mr. Beast and Mark Roper with the goal of cleaning up 30 million pounds of trash in the oceans by January 2022. Two sixth grade classes were challenged with the task of collecting the most trash on campus. This class collected 15.4 pounds of trash in about 15 minutes. That's amazing! To win, to win the challenge, and the Scott Center helped them make a donation in their honor of $100 to Team C's. The Team C's challenge just, is just one of many lessons they completed relating to our climate change unit. Different aspects of climate change are taught in sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. In sixth grade, the climate change unit is presented through the lens of analyzing data and graphs and measurement. My approach to presenting the, su the subject is to empower students to make a, a difference on the future of our planet. Students today will share a bit about an, an impactful activity or a main takeaway. That's so exciting. This is the kind of learning that is so core to Hillbrook and it's so fun to see it come alive. So, Ms. Shu, it is so exciting to see the ways in which you are bringing learning both that's incredible in the classroom, but you're bringing it to the larger community. And we have with us today some sixth graders to share a little bit more about some of the things that they've been doing in science and some of the suggestions that they have for our larger community to help make a difference and to make sure all of us are doing our part um, to protect our planet. So I'm gonna start by introducing our first student, Olivia. And Olivia, will you share a little bit about something you've done in science this year um, that has made an impact on you and then a suggestion that you have for the larger community about what they might do to reduce their impact on the planet? Okay, sure. Um, well, I really, I really like science because, um, and the climate change aspects of that, where we were, we were learning it about pretty much all of climate change and we were making graphs of, of like what we did what we did that made that made an impact on the planet and some of the and some of those things were simple but some of them were indirect like getting car like driving cars is not only the car itself that's polluting the environment 
but it's also all the work that goes into making the car and the oils mm. that and the oil mining that makes the gas and how that harms the environment and increases climate change as well absolutely sure. so olivia you're talking about both like day-to-day -day changes and then also looking at the bigger system of how we're gonna have to make you know bigger decisions and bigger changes what's something mm -hmm. that people can do at home um, to do to play their part in reducing our well, impact. Well, sort of connecting to what I said before, um, just not using cars is another is another great way to just stop everything bad that's happening from the cars. And of course, cars aren't the only contributor to climate change, but I'm pretty sure everyone else will have more to say on that. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much, Olivia. We're gonna pass it over to Molly. Hi, Molly. Welcome. Hi. Will you share something that you did in science this year that had an impact on you? Uh, yeah. We watched a video about this lady who could fit two years of trash in one mason jar, and she had, like, no waste ever for, like, well, not really, but, uh, they... Well, she, when she would go to the store, she would bring her own uh, mm -hmm. stuff to carry, like, her own mason jars. Yep. And whenever she would go to get, like, a drink, she would bring her own, like, cup and straw. And so, and her goal was to fit all of her trash for a year in the size of a mason jar, right? Is that, yeah. that's the story you're reminding us of? That's pretty amazing to have that visual of, like... I think there are days probably when I fill a mason jar with trash just in a single day. Mm -hmm. What's one thing that you have changed or that you're gonna think about doing differently based on that video? Um, try to, uh, instead of like throwing banana peels or like the crusts of uh, sam like bread in the trash, maybe in like a compost bin. Oh, Great idea, it's mm. a great idea. Thanks so much, Molly. Passing it over to Maddie. Hi. Hi, Maddie. It's great to have you with us again. Um, will you share something that you did in science this year that has made an impact on you? When we uh, filled up that bucket, it was it was fun and also like helping the uh, school out. And yeah, I like that part. And you filled the bucket with trash from our own campus, right? It was it was the challenge that Mishu was referencing. Yeah, like we were cleaning cleaning up the campus, and it was. Oh, so making me, it, making us probably all feel good about ourselves cleaning up? Absolutely. I was also thinking that happened right before we've had these big rainstorms and how important it was to make sure the trash is out of our creek and not clogging the drain system. So it was, it was really good timing to have you all do that challenge. Yeah. Um, will you tell us something that you have thought about doing differently or a suggestion you have for listeners of how they can reduce their impact on the planet? Um... Maybe like less, uh, like throwing away less garbage. That, and if um, you're looking at the a bin, then maybe go into the if it's the wrong bin to put the trash in, go to the right bin or see if you're yeah. Awesome. Yeah, these are great suggestions. And you've been someone I know that has like also when you've seen trash around campus, even when you're not doing like a full, you know. Um, challenge in science I've seen you pick up some trash just on your own so applying that lens and just being aware of what's around us is always a good good thing we can all be doing yeah awesome thanks so much for sharing Maddie Jackson all right hi hi Jackson for me it would probably be the um it would it, like almost everybody the team sees challenge because 
it show it really showed us how much trash we there is in our campus. And one of the RBBs, the Help RBB, they they do that every Tuesday. So I think that's actually really good, nice. And um, yeah, it's also really sad to see that we could pick up what 15 pounds of trash in like 10 minutes. And you were one of them. I remember you had something like you found like a, an entire thing of was it paper towels that were soaking wet? Yeah, it was like soaking wet paper towels. That's that had just somehow ended up in our creek. Yeah, yeah and um, actually it, was, it looked like someone had been throwing all their throwing all their trash into like our campus, which I felt like because there was like a bunch of them there. And um, yeah, I think that really helped us win the project and let us be here. And I, I also have to give a lot of credit to Justin and Colin because they found like a lot of good stuff. I mean, Colin found a bucket that allowed us to, Colin and Justin, they found a bucket that allowed us to fit all the stuff in and yeah. That's awesome. Thanks so much, Jackson. All right. Justin, um, you're up. You got a nice shout out from your classmate, mm -hmm. Jackson, there. Tell us a little bit about something that you did in science, maybe different than Team C's, um, that made an impact on you this year. Yeah, I remember going even back to what Maddie said about the video of the girl who uh, picked up. I mean, she only had like a mason jar full of trash within two years, which was pretty amazing because I remember she was going to the grocery store and she was using her mason jars to get like smoothies mm. put in them and like she put a bunch of fruit in them and yeah just pretty cool overall that she can do that. Absolutely. The power of a mason jar. I'm a big fan of mason jars, but I'm sure there's lots of ways people are using them that I don't even know about. Yeah. Do you have a suggestion for the community or an idea of something you're going to do to help reduce the impact on the planet? Yeah, a way we could cut back on our plastics are maybe not buying as many plastic products yep. and using reusable materials like a mason jar. And a way that we could help the earth by not using, uh, by not generating electricity, mm. we even could just use solar panels and uh, wind power, even um, hydroelectric power. Awesome! These are great suggestions. Thanks so much, Justin. Passing it over to Luca. Um, hello. Uh, my name is Luca. I wanted to say how we can reduce a lot of trash. Um, so at Hillbrook School, we have a part of school which is called RBB. It's uh, reach beyond block um, what we do in there is chosen by us we had a vote and we chose what we did I chose the section sustainability starts with you and we learned about how like a bunch of food is thrown away just by small blemishes like let's say a giant um, tree of broccoli had a small brown dot on it it wouldn't it wouldn't be used it would just be thrown away and every year we generate enough scraps and like bad things thrown away. I mean, well, not bad things in general, not plastics, foods thrown mm. away that we could fill an entire football stadium every year. Wow. Which is insane to think about. Uh, like so many people could eat from that. So many people could, like have starved and we're just, we can fill up an entire football stadium with food. 
So well said, Luca. I can tell how much this matters to you and how you're thinking about not just, you know, our own community here, but all of the communities around the world that rely, we all rely on food and fresh water to live. And the distribution of who has access to that is something, you know, that is really important for us to think about. Will you share some ideas of if people see like an apple with a blemish or if you have um, food that might not seem like it's in perfect condition, do you have any suggestions of what you might make or what you might do with that food so that you don't waste it? Um, so if you get like, let's say an apple and it falls on the floor and there's like a bruise that starts forming, you can just cut that out and eat the rest. Or if like, it's better if you eat the whole thing, but if, if you're too scared of eating that, you can just cut that out and eat the rest and not throw away the whole apple. But like on a banana, just cut that piece out and eat the rest. Absolutely. Um, and you all made smoothies too, didn't you? Like things that like people wouldn't even know that there was a brown spot on a piece of apple or a banana. Yeah. Um, it's just insane to me how much food we waste. Absolutely. Well, you have brought up in a really important point. We've been talking about plastics and food waste and the importance of all of us thinking about how we reduce our own waste. And we're going to pass it over to Colin to pick up from where you left off. Thanks, Luca. Hi, Colin. Hi. Hi. Yeah, so tell us something that you learned about or a project you did in science this year that had an impact on you. Uh, one project that had an impact on me was the uh, picking up trash around the school. Uh, that was just very interesting to me because I didn't think we were going to find, I think it was like 10 pounds of trash just on our campus. And it was crazy to think about how much trash could be in our world if 15 is in this campus. I love that you just said that because the second you shared that with me, my brain started like trying to calculate, okay, so Hillbrook's campus is about 15 acres. So, you know, how many acres in Los Gatos, in San Jose, in California? And you're right to think like, this is a pretty small part of our community. If we are generating that much trash, like it's just amplified across the world. And, and you know, we have really good systems here at Hillbrook that I know you've been a part of and other students have been a part of to try to reduce our trash. What's something that people can do at home to reduce the impact of trash on the planet? Uh, well, something you can do is eat more uh, just like non-packaged items like chips or uh, Capri Suns. <laughs> um, but, and so like eat more like homemade food or maybe restaurant food. That's a great suggestion because, you know, I know and I'm someone that was in the habit of like the convenience of individually packaged things or being able to grab something and go. It sometimes is you want to do it because it's so much easier. But I love that you're challenging our community to think about like that individual package ends up somewhere. So what could we do instead? I don't need an individually packaged bag of apples. I can just grab an apple. Yeah. Things like that. That's so great, Colin. Thanks so much for joining us. Okay. Okay. Sammy, you're up. 
So, uh, one of the projects that really stand out in the, our science class is probably when we did a carbon footprint challenge, or not really a challenge, but we calculated our carbon footprints, and it was just amazing to see how much mm. carbon we produce. Yeah, tell us a little bit more about that. If people wanted to calculate their own carbon footprint at home, because it's so great that you did it in class, and I'm sure people are mm -hmm. not, I'm not aware of my own carbon footprint, so how could I go about doing that? Um, well, Miss Chu found this worksheet, I think, maybe online or something. And uh, maybe if you just fill that out, it tells you how much carbon you produce. Awesome. Miss Chu, maybe we'll um, link that in the show notes. And Sammy, what's, when you found out what your carbon footprint was, is there something that people can do to reduce their carbon footprint on a day-to-day -day basis? The small things like when you're brushing your teeth, turning the water off, or when you're not charging something, you unplug it. Just small things like that will soon add up to bigger things. I love it. You're talking about that ripple effect of, of real change is when we all do our own small yeah. part to a you know, for a bigger for a bigger goal. Thank you so much, mm -hmm. Sammy. We're passing it over to Kevin. Hi Kevin. Hi. Will you tell us a project or a lesson or something that you did in science this year that had an impact on you? I think that would be the tra trash finding one. So um, we found about 14.5 pounds of trash. And we found so much trash, we couldn't use it on a smaller scale. We have to get a bigger scale to measure it. I remember this. This was so cool when you all got back to the classroom because everyone kind of scattered and did their own trash finding, and then we got back, and I remember someone was like, Miss you, we're gonna need a larger bucket. That's right, yep. It was so exciting. You know, on the one hand, it was exciting to see that you had been able to collect so much. On the other hand, it was a little sad, you know, that we have that much trash in our community. Yes, and I would like to add something. So, um, I think any waste is capable of getting somewhere. Mm. Even if it's, like, for example, we found a tire in the school for some reason. And I think that's left by the construction crew that was working on the hub. And, yeah. So we can all be mindful of, you know, when we're doing big projects, especially construction, but really any project tends to have both the setup and then the cleanup part is really important. And I know we can all be thinking about making sure we're putting materials back where they belong. And that's something I'm working on, too, is being really organized with okay. my stuff. Thanks so much for joining us, Kevin. Thank you as well. All right. Well, Miss you. what a cool opportunity to have a chance to talk to your students and learn more about all of the things that are impacting them and the ways that they are thinking about what matters to them and what they can do about it. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's an incredible class. I wish everyone could have Miss you as a sixth grade science Aww. teacher. And the Scott Center was so excited to be inspired by these students. And yes, we made a donation to Team C's. We will also link that to um, our show notes so you have some resources if this podcast episode inspired you. Thanks everyone for joining us. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Scott Center podcast series. The Scott Center was made possible by a generous grant from the Scott Foundation. As a first of its kind center launched and housed at Hillbrook School, the Scott Center for Social Entrepreneurship puts student engagement and learning at the center of our work. We ask children and adults two core questions. 
what matters to you, and what are you doing about it? Six pillars guide our work at the Scott Center for Social Entrepreneurship. Design, story, civics, systems, finance, and agency. The best version of social entrepreneurship education is achieved when learners engage deeply with all six pillars. This episode was produced by Bill Selleck, Director of Technology and Master of All Podcasts at Hillbrook School. Follow us on our social media channels. You can search for Scott Center for Social Entrepreneurship. Subscribe to the podcast series so you don't miss an episode. We look forward to you joining us next time.